Just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. Today on CityCast Salt Lake, part two of our monkeypox coverage. Yesterday, we talked to Addison Jenkins, a Salt Laker who spent a week trying to figure out if he had monkeypox. If you haven't listened to that episode, I recommend it, but it's not a prerequisite for today's show. Nicholas Rupp, a spokesperson for the Salt Lake County Health Department, is here and taking all of our monkeypox questions because there is a lot of gray area with this virus, and it's important that we get accurate information early. It's Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Nicholas Rupp, thank you for taking a couple minutes to chat with me today. Happy to be here. Thanks, Allie. Okay, let's get right into it. How many cases of monkeypox are in Salt Lake County right now, and how does it compare to the rest of the state? So as of morning, Monday, uh, we've had 27 cases in Salt Lake County, and there are 32 in the state as a whole. Okay, so a bulk of the cases are in Salt Lake County, and that's 27 since when? Like, when did we start even tracking? Uh, We had our first cases in May of 2022. Okay. So it's been three months, which feels like kind of a long time. There just seems to be a lot of confusion and I think a lot of misinformation around this virus. And I mean, we've been through a pandemic already. We know that that's kind of status quo. Um, But I'm curious what some of the biggest misconceptions are that you've heard. So I think a lot of people are comparing monkeypox to COVID, which is Mm -hmm. understandable. That's what people are very familiar with when it comes to public health is COVID. So the good news about monkeypox is that it is not spread through casual respiratory contact. It's not something you could potentially catch from someone when you pass them in the grocery store. So that's one really important distinction between Mm -hmm. monkeypox and COVID. Um, I think another misconception And there are actually two here. One is that it's only a disease for gay men or bisexual men Hmm. um, and that nobody else needs to worry about it. And kind of on the other side of that is the misconception that everybody needs to panic about monkeypox right now, that it's a huge public health threat. And the truth, of course, is in between those two extremes. Yeah. Well, we know that the White House is still weighing whether or not to declare this outbreak a public health crisis. And that seems sort of in step with what you're bringing up here. How has the health department's response changed over the past month? You know, not a lot has changed for us functionally Mm -hmm. in the last month. Uh, You mentioned the declaration of a public health emergency. Uh, That's really mostly a function of finances and financial Mm -hmm. availability. It's not going to change how we operate on the ground. We are going to respond to the outbreak, to illnesses, regardless of what um, elected officials declare is or is not an emergency. Okay. And you brought up that one of the misconceptions is that, you know, this is a disease that is by and large affecting men who have sex with men. But are we seeing spread among the broader community, like at all? We have not yet seen spread among the general community. Hmm. Um, 
here in Utah. It hasn't happened. Monkeypox started locally in the MSM community, the men who have sex with men community. Mm -hmm. And because uh, viruses like to circulate within tight, close-knit communities, you know, that's how they survive, Mm -hmm. um, it has stayed within that MSM community. That could change tomorrow, though. Monkeypox and other viruses, they don't care who you are. They don't know what your sexual orientation is. Um, It just so happens that our spread currently is in the MSM community. Mm -hmm. You can easily prevent monkeypox by not having close, intimate, or sexual contact with anyone who has symptoms of a viral illness, Mm -hmm. particularly a rash. Is there asymptomatic spread of monkeypox? So the CDC and other researchers are still determining that for sure. Mm. But to the best of our knowledge, there is not spread before people have symptoms. But that doesn't mean you have to have a rash to have symptoms. Because before you get the kind of telltale monkeypox rash or lesions, Mm -hmm. you generally will have a viral, what we call prodrome. So that's fever, achiness, in this case, often swollen lymph nodes. Mm -hmm. So we haven't seen spread before symptoms, Mm -hmm. but we have seen spread from people who have those viral illness symptoms before they get the monkeypox rash, which commonly happens one to three days after the fever and those other viral symptoms. Hmm. People who have symptoms and uh, would like to be tested, they should see their healthcare provider. That should be their first option um, because healthcare providers can now order testing through normal commercial labs that we use to test for every other infectious disease. If they happen to not have a primary care provider, they can call us at Salt Lake County Health Department and we'll get them in for testing. But it's faster to go through your provider. Okay. We talked to someone earlier on the show named Addison who was diagnosed with monkeypox. And that was exactly his pattern. That was exactly what happened for him. He had those fever symptoms and was really proactive about considering what that could mean. But one of the things that he asked us to ask you that he's sort of trying to work out right now is figuring out how to clean his home, like what kind of disinfecting, what kind of surface cleaning he should do in his home where he's been sick before he has like friends over again once he's well. I'm curious what the guidance is on that. So monkeypox is a pretty hardy virus. It can live on surfaces. Um, The good news is there's not a lot of evidence that it's going to spread via hard surfaces like Hmm. doorknobs and light switches and things like that. There is significant evidence that it will spread through contaminated fabrics. Um, And Hmm. I say contaminated, that means um, with fluid from monkeypox lesions. Uh, Not a very pleasant thing to talk about, but Hmm. um, that would primarily be clothing, bedding, towels, things that could have come into contact with fluids from those lesions and then those fluids are on the fabrics and someone else touches them and therefore ends up touching the fluid Mm. um, secondarily. So fabrics are a major concern and they should be laundered, hot water, detergent, according to the manufacturer's instructions. Hard surfaces are less of a concern and a common household cleaner um, will take care of monkeypox and other orthopox viruses. It is very susceptible to disinfectants. Hmm. Okay. I think a lot of people are struggling with the duality of knowing that like this is both a virus that we're being told can live on surfaces, like to your point, like fabrics, you know, you think like couch cushions, things like that. And then at the same time that it's not affecting a lot of the general that we're not seeing rapid general spread, 
Like those things almost feel incongruous, but are they not? Like what advice would you have? Well, the distinction is, uh, for example, I heard someone express concern about bus seats that are fabric or movie theater seats that are fabric. Right. Um, Those seats would have to come into contact with the fluid of a lesion itself. Mm. So uh, hopefully you're wearing pants in a theater seat. Right. Um, and, And so your skin, bare skin, isn't going to come into contact with that seat. Um. And even if your skin is, if you don't have a lesion, you're not going to spread monkeypox. Um, so it's not a major concern at this point. The predominant way monkeypox is spread is through skin-to-skin contact, touching the skin of someone who has a lesion and you happen to touch the lesion itself. That is how the vast majority of cases are transmitted. Um, there is documented spread from fabrics, but it's people sharing um, a bed, people sharing a towel when they're traveling, mm-hmm. people sharing clothing. Um, we have not seen any spread through casual public contact. Okay. So then pretty safe to say that when it comes to specifically monkeypox, we don't need to be wearing masks. We don't need to be wearing masks in the general public for monkeypox. Uh, the CDC does report that monkeypox can be spread through respiratory droplets, but the literature is telling us it takes very close contact and very long contact. Um, uh, when we first had our cases in May, uh, I was reading from CDC that it would take three hours of intimate face-to-face contact in order to spread monkeypox through respiratory Um, So close enough to be kissing someone for three hours or more, then yes, there's risk of some spread through respiratory. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's very specific. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you wanna learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, 
Explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. How many folks in Salt Lake County have already received a first dose of the monkeypox vaccine? So Salt Lake County Health Department has vaccinated just over 900 people to date okay. um, against monkeypox. And we are gearing up to vaccinate more in coming days and weeks. Yeah. When are we getting more? Like how many more vaccines? Are we getting incrementally more vaccines or is it still kind of a slow rollout? We are getting more vaccine doses with every shipment, and those shipments come every week or two weeks, uh, depending on what the state is able to get from the federal government. Okay. Salt Lake County is getting the bulk of the doses allocated to Utah mm -hmm. um, for a couple of reasons. One is that we have the highest burden of cases, as we've already talked about. And the mm -hmm. other is that we tend to provide more services in Salt Lake County to the population that is currently at the highest risk for monkeypox. So mm -hmm. the, the men who have sex with men community. Mm -hmm. Do you or public health officials broadly anticipate that this is a vaccine that's going to become available to a, a larger swath of people soon? Like basically, can I get this vaccine one day? Uh, eventually, yes, particularly okay. if you are at risk in any way. Um, we look at our case data every single day and we evaluate where in the community we're seeing spread. Mm -hmm. um, currently, almost all of our spread is in the MSM community. Right. But as I said, that could change tomorrow. The moment we see spread in another community, we will pivot our response and we will add vaccine eligibility to people in that new community that is seeing spread. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So with things being so sort of of the moment, where can people get the most up-to-date info on monkeypox? So for Salt Lake County specifically related to vaccine, our website, saltlakehealth.org, um, right on the front page, there's a banner for monkeypox. You click that and it's we update it whenever we have new information. Um, we will be updating it when we have more vaccine and mm -hmm. we are able to accept additional appointments for people who qualify for the monkeypox vaccine, okay. which, as I said, is is currently men who have sex with men um, and have had multiple intimate partners. Um, when we get a more robust supply of vaccine here in Salt Lake County, we will expand that eligibility. I think the next step will be all MSMs, all men who have sex with men, regardless of the number of partners they've had. Right. And then after MSMs in general, um, we will look and see where spread is happening or where we expect spread to happen locally. Hmm. Um, I think perhaps next could be sex workers, uh, people who are unsheltered, you know, mm -hmm. people experiencing homelessness, yeah. uh, perhaps people who have substance use disorder and use intravenous drugs. Mm -hmm. um, those are some communities that we're keeping a close eye on to see if we've identified any spread yet so that we can then slot them into the next availability for uh, vaccine. Okay. So for people who are currently eligible for the vaccine, they can confirm their eligibility and make an appointment online at the Salt Lake County Health website. And then there's also a hotline they can call, right? So they can't make an appointment online. Oh, okay. And we currently don't have any vaccine in stock. We, you know, we have, a, we have some doses today, but they are for appointments made last week for appointments taking place today. Okay. Um, but as soon as we have more doses in stock, we will update the website with the current eligibility 
and then the phone number to call to make your vaccine appointment. Uh, because vaccine is currently only available to MSMs who have multiple intimate partners, we're able to easily keep up with the phone call appointment scheduling when those doses are available. Okay. Nicholas, Rob, thank you so much for all of this important information. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for helping us getting the word out there accurately. One more thing before we go. If you're eligible for a vaccine right now, there will be a walk-in clinic this Saturday, August 6th, starting at 9 a.m. at the Salt Lake Public Health Center downtown. Vaccines are free and they require a second dose within a month. If you're eligible and you could get one, get one. But again, I'm a vaccine enthusiast and I think science is incredible. So the Salt Lake County Health Department's monkeypox landing page has all the details and a note that basically says, watch this space. I've linked it in the show notes. show today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Take care.